Welcome, horror fans, to the Horror Arena. In our monthly SmackDown watches, two of our horror experts represent horror icons in a formal debate as they determine who would win in a showdown to the death. I'm your ring host, Alex, and this is Bloodbath. Take it away, ring announcer. We have a reality-bending phantasmagoria of terror tonight, folks. In this corner, represented by JL, averaging seven feet tall and 250 pounds, it hunts your children, leaving their families slaughtered in its wake, the bloodthirsty pagan deity, Bagul. And in this corner, represented by Eugene, averaging... What in the world was that? Hey, what do you think you're doing? Hey, go, no, no, let me go. No, 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 get, 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 let go of me, let go of me, let go of me. I'm not certain what's happening, folks. It appears someone has stormed the arena and what in the world? It's Johnny O. Yeah, yeah, I'm tired of just sitting in the fucking audience bullshit. JL, I got something for you. This is unprecedented, people. Host Johnny O has taken Eugene out of the match and taken his place. Oh, wait, I can't you believe- just fucking get on with it. <clears throat> and in this corner, represented by Johnny O, averaging 5'10 and weighing in at 185 pounds, the fear-feeding, shape-shifting, dairy terror, Mr. Bob Gray, a.k.a. Pennywise, the dancing clown. May the best devourer of worlds win. The official time and rule keeper of this unusual debate will be Weekend Horror producer and editor, Angela. Thank you. Please escort all children out of the arena and keep all reality shifting inside at the ring at all times. Each debater will have one minute to present their opening statement. Then each will have three minutes to present their three best points. They will then get three minutes each to rebut the points of their opponent. Then each will get one minute for their closing statements. As the previous debate winner, JL will call the coin toss in the air. Winner of the toss determines the lead. JL, call it. I'm going to go. Fuck it, let's do heads. We're doing heads tonight. Fuck yeah, feeling lucky. It's tails. Ooh, damn, I'm not lucky. Fuck. Yeah, not the first thing you're going to lose tonight. Oh. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Who are you choosing, dude? You can go ahead and mute your microphone. Just sit down in the corner let Daddy show you how it's done. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Um, so, Johnny, will you be going first? I am going first. All right, then. Uh, you have one minute for your opening statement. Uh, time will commence whenever you start talking. We have a classic Titan versus Titan matchup, but what we don't have is a fair playing ground. I'm sorry, JL, but you've backed the wrong supernatural soul eater. Bagul is a cute villain, though he looks like he's Mick Thompson freshly booted from Slipknot. However, Bagul lacks a truly sinister power of using his victims' fears against themselves. Pennywise, the dancing clown, has terrorized the universe since his inception. Appearing every 27 years in a small town, Pennywise managed to keep his feeding ground fertile, keeping the town under a sort of fog. 
Pennywise's ability to operate in plain sight of his preferred victims, the children, and keep his presence unknown to the adults proves his power over that of the boogeyman. Not needing children specifically allows Mr. Gray the flexibility to feed on more than just children. This combined with many other supernatural powers makes Pennywise the obvious champion in the Titan vs. Titan matchup. I yield. Thank you, Johnny. JL, you now have one minute for your opening statement. Where there is light, there is also darkness. And within that darkness waits eternal things with endless hunger. A thing of nightmare hailing from its own personal nether realm is a being bent upon the collection and consumption of the souls of children the world over. Mr. Scary Face to some, Mr. Boogie to others, this ancient god of darkness was called Bagul the Eater of Children by the Babylonians. Utilizing its vast array of magical powers and insidious manipulations of both darkness, reality, shadow, and hallucinations themselves, Bagul lures children from the mortal plane into its nether realm for its eternal sustenance, their families made into blood sacrifices in its name. Immortal, invincible, and ever hungry, nothing in this realm or any other can hope to stop this most sinister of dark gods. Thank you, JL. Johnny, you now have three minutes to state your three best points. Here we are with Pennywise, born from the Macroverse, with only one true equal, Maturin. Mr. Gray's ability to sense out a person's individual fear and exploit that to season the meat lets Pennywise operate easier without detection. Most, especially the adults, wave off any such encounter with a dancing clown as a child's irrational fear. It is this lack of empathy by the town that proves to be Pennywise's greatest power. Number two, unlike the boogeyman, Bagul, Pennywise doesn't require some special circumstances to enter into the real world. Once awakened, usually by some horrific event, Pennywise is free to feed on the fears of his victims before feeding on his victims. Having the ability to tap into the fears of his victims, Pennywise can also shapeshift into whatever frightens his prey. This ability assures that Pennywise operates so far under the radar that he runs into little resistance. Even when resistance comes, Pennywise is able to tap into his ability to manipulate others into helping keep his prey in fear. And although Pennywise uses fear as a weapon, it's not necessary for Pennywise to frighten his meals as it only serves as a method to flavor his food. Just when you think that beating the monster with courage is the answer, Mr. Gray displays his most powerful weapon, the Deadlights. The Deadlights prove most powerful over even the strongest of wills. The Deadlights have the power to drive the observer insane and render him or her immobile, allowing Pennywise to take his meal. The Deadlights aren't simply a tool to hypnotize, they also entrap the souls of Pennywise's victims. These are just highlights of the powers possessed by the clown known as Pennywise. I yield. Thank you, Johnny. JL, you now have three minutes to state your three best points. Those were okay. Pennywise, Pennywise is pretty powerful, but there's a few things that the dancing clown lacks when it comes up against the Babylonian god of darkness, Bagul. First and foremost, Bagul is immortal and invincible. The problem is, is that Pennywise does not hail from this universe. 
Pennywise hails from the macroverse. What we see on the streets of Derry, what haunts children in the sewers, is merely an avatar, a projection of that which is really it. That which is counterparted by Maturin doesn't actually exist on this plane. Bagul does and cannot be killed and cannot be harmed. Moving back and forth between realities, it's nether realm and the mortal plane at will, utilizing its very effigy, only its image, to move between them. And no rest period for Bagul as well. It comes and goes as it pleases. The second thing is that Bagul has a personal nether realm that it controls itself and draws children, its victims, into in order to sustain itself for the eternity that it will exist. Because it can retreat to this nether realm and come back at will anytime it desires, there is a level of power and control over the playing field that Bagul has that Pennywise does not. Unfortunately, when you have your own home base where you can recharge and come back at any time, not limited by small you know, periods of time like 27 years, you've got it in the bag. And third and most, deadlights, please. Bagul has magical manipulation of darkness, shadow, hallucinations themselves. Anything that Pennywise put out into the world, whatever it tried to scare people with, Bagul can use and twist to its own use. It draws individuals in. It uses those in order to lure them and seduce them into its nether realm. That is its sole and singular purpose. Pennywise stands no chance because when you can be defeated by a bunch of children, the very target that Bagul goes after... You have no chance against this unstoppable and undying deity of darkness. And I'll yield. Thank you, JL. Johnny, you now have three minutes for your rebuttal. That's cute, JL. Bagul, the boogeyman. Now, you say that Bagul is immortal, saying that somehow Pennywise isn't. However, you forget the fact that Pennywise is, in fact, not dependent on this realm to survive, to live, to be in existence. His mere appearance on this plane is that of something in which was an accident, yet is not a condition of his existence. His existence is not dependent on this realm. But Ghoul cannot come back at will. Also, he must have some sort of picture or photograph to enter into the real world. This is why he has to use his, shall we say, Nicolas Cage Super 8 style films. Yes, such a simple tool. Once we go all digital, what will good old Baggy do? Figure out some sort of Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook handle? No, I'm sorry. Bagul is a mere puppet to frighten simple children used by Pennywise because Pennywise is the eater of souls. The true champion. The true boogeyman. I yield. Thank you, Johnny. JL, you now have three minutes for your rebuttal. Okay, Mr. Bob Gray, here's the real problem with it. Bob Gray, Pennywise's dancing clown, in all of the iterations that it takes that it takes formed, whether it be the Wolfman or the Leeches or whatever it happens to come across, whatever it thinks will scare its victims, these are merely these are phantoms. Yes, he can hurt his victims, but the problem is he can't hurt his victims outside of the town of Derry. 
it is bound, or it's literally, it's avatar in this reality is bound to that town. Beyond it, it has no power. And Bagul is universal. Bagul is, it can access wherever it happens to have an image of itself. So unfortunately, when it comes to breaking the, uh, breaking the rules, Pennywise can't compete. He's stuck in one place. He moves beyond that. Whatever. And then what's even worse, Pennywise does feed on fear. But Ghoul feeds on souls. The problem is, is that if you're unafraid, it has no power. And it itself can be afraid when it is powerless. When it runs and hides to, to, uh, to engage in its 27-year hibernation. A thing that can be afraid can be easily defeated. And Bagul is a god. There is no fear. It is what it is. And Pennywise would be powerless against something that is restless, sleepless, and unfailing. Especially when you can be defeated by a group of kids, the Losers Club, who bound together, showed Pennywise, or it, no fear, twice, and destroyed it, ultimately. There is no such weakness for Bagul. Bagul cannot be manipulated. Bagul knows no fear. Bagul has feasted upon humans since time immemorial. There is nothing that can defeat this thing. It has no weakness. It has succeeded in its goal of being the eternal child devourer. Unfortunately, Pennywise was sent shuffling from this reality back to the macroverse to haunt other worlds where it actually could mount some kind of a defense against those that aim to kill it. Sorry, Pennywise. You've got nothing on Bagul, the ultimate boogeyman. I yield. Thank you, JL. Johnny, you now have one minute for your closing statement. First, I would like to thank JL for having the courage to step in with such a weak, weak champion. Whereas Bagul is frightening to people who haven't started shaving yet, Pennywise taps into people's chlorophobia, which contributes to the longevity of such a character. Pennywise has been such a seminal character in literature that it has been referenced in so many different King works, as well as works outside of the King universe. Bagul simply doesn't have the track record to claim the crown of best boogeyman character. That title belongs to Pennywise and it. I yield. Thank you, Johnny. JL, you now have one minute for your closing statement. The Other, The Darkness, The Shadow. Jungian concepts. The Boogeyman has always been there and has haunted humans for a time immemorial, and that is what Bagul is. The Boogeyman is what inspired the Dancing Clown, but the Dancing Clown has nothing against the immortal power of Bagul the Child Eater. With magical attacks, the ability to manipulate darkness, shadows, hallucinations, reality itself, Pennywise or whatever form it takes stands no chance against this god of darkness. An entity that has never known defeat, has never been stopped, and has actually succeeded in all of its eternal goals. Devouring the children and seducing them to murdering their parents as blood sacrifices empowering it further. Its, power, its own personal dimension is un- breachable by anything but itself. No losers club can stop the boogeyman, let alone some wayward alien being that doesn't even have the balls to really show up. Thank you, JL. Okay. Good fight, guys. 
Whew. <laughs> okay. Whoa. Oh my god, Eugene, we got you Oh my you goodness, out. dude, are you okay? Oh my god. I... Oh my god, I saw... I saw darkness. I saw a clown. There's, there's just so much going on. That... I saw... I saw some of the worst fears. I saw... Oh man, it was just crazy in there. Well, it was so crazy. Well, I'm, I'm just good to be back. I'm glad you're out of there. I, I mean... It's a good thing he left the key in, huh? On that closet door. <laughs> Alex just stumbled in there looking for a so. beer. <laughs> I couldn't find my Corona, and there was a key. I saw a door. Why not stick it in? Because, you know. But you, where, where did you go? You said you had to pee. So, you gone for so what, uh, um, what scared you most, Eugene? Was it the darkness, or was it the clown? I, I mean... Both of both of them were really terrifying, and I mean, they they both laughed at me, and like both like had a whole bunch of things that were just it was just so crazy. But I think the I think the one that had to terrify me the most was man, it would have to be probably probably Bagul, the darkness. I'm. But why? And and I mean, it was man, just. The, the he he was just everywhere. He was just just the, the cosmic being that just got in my head and just made caused me hallucinate. And it was just it was just crazy. Could it be because he can crazy. actually I'm control the darkness? The clowns are fucking scary. Why not the clown? I mean, I, yeah, I think I think control it's it Pennywise could become so many different things and the way he can shape shift, but. But Ghoul just controlled everything around me. Oh yeah, that'll do it. And he was just like there was there was no there was no way I was gonna win. There was absolutely like no way I was gonna win against that. He 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 was just he was just everywhere, just all around me. Huh. And, and, and it, the fact that like yeah the, the the clown was scary, but the fact that it was like well it was defeated by the losers club not even once but twice. But Bagul is just like he wins. <laughs> did, did you say Bagul? You were in a closet with Pennywise and Bagul, and this is all you've got to say about it. It was terrifying. Your mind cannot process such things. <laughs> what have you been through that you could walk out of there? Okay, I'm shaking. Like I'm like all covered in sweat, and it was just it was insane. Eugene, let's get you a beer. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I think I'd be pretty uh, afraid of Bagul, too, if I were locked in a closet with him. Yeah. Well, um, so, I, I mean, I don't know about you, Alex. I've seen Pennywise get, get defeated by a... So, so like, so how, how did the arguments go? How, how... <laughs> you left early. You That's know... the thing. You could you could put Pennywise the clown in front of Bagul. Yeah, that. Can you guys hear me? So yeah, yeah, you're breaking up. Yeah, a little yeah, bit, we though. Can... Um, so I think that while Pennywise oh, is pretty scary, I do think that uh, I mean, being able to control all darkness and shadows and jump into a different reality at will is kind of a kind of a winner. What do you guys think? 
honestly, when it came when it came down to it, when it came down to it, and they they put it in front of us, you've got one being that can create your most intense fears, but also can be defeated by a a butyrol inhaler, and then you've got one that can you know completely destroy your life forever and always and it's kind of unmatched i'm trying to give them like an equal fight here but it doesn't really work out Begu can fuck your shit up and it kind of got fucked up by some teenagers i i I think it it really comes down to the fact that pennywise can pennywise can manifest your worst fears but i feel like with bagul with his ability of manipulation can also pretty much do the same thing even if you don't fall into the fears, though, with Bagul, if you don't fall into them, you'll still get taken. Yeah. Yeah. It, it doesn't necessarily it's, it's, rely on you giving into. Yeah, the fears. it's not a, a breaker. It's just and like, I'm gonna scare you, and uh, then eat. Well, you. and also, not I'm gonna scare you, and if you get scared, then I'll eat you. Well, and also the fact that I mean, like, and, I mean, and like, Jail well, did say um, that. Like Bagul is not like restricted to a specific area like Pennywise is. I think that's a big, you know, feeding ground for him. You know, anywhere. That's true, and and also the twenty-seven years you got the restriction to the place and the right. Time. That's a very yeah, small window. It's a very small window. On it. Okay, shall we bring them back? And on the other hand, if you're a mess. If you're a messed up kid and you look into the wrong window, you could get sucked out by Bagul. So yeah. All right. So we have. Yes, I, I think we've reached a conclusion, Bagul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eugene, we'll let you tell them. We'll let you break it to them. Is it safe? Yes, it is. It, it's weird that you guys just all of a sudden. <laughs> really didn't <laughs> well, I, I saw JL put his headphones on, so I didn't and, see and any. And Angela, Angela, yeah. Angela yeah. motioned to us. Okay. I did. Oh. Angela was like, Angela was like, come on back. So I was like, okay, I threw my hand. I did this there. earlier. What does that mean? There's a tornado outside. I guess it's <laughs> Texas. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> All right. Yeah, windy. <laughs> right. Okay. Break, break it. You know what? It, we brought somebody back from the fucking closet. We brought somebody from the closet because apparently you guys just like to stick people in the closets. That was me. So yeah, Johnny, what Johnny the hell? Was, that closet was, was really scary because I'm terrified of you. <sighs> Jesus. <laughs> But we have no. we have come up with a winner. Okay. We're letting Eugene And uh, this was I like to start off I I like <laughs> to start off by saying that this is one of like the closest fights to the point both of y'all came in so well prepared and both of y'all had some of the best opening statements I've ever heard. And y'all came out swinging. You knew who you were representing, and you knew your opponent very well. That came. Me and Eugene don't even belong on this bloodbath shit anymore. <laughs> yeah, yes. Somehow I'm supposed to debate the winner on of this one for, for the next one. Good luck. Somehow I'll give you. I'll give you this. I'll give you this, Johnny. You came out hard. Are you really kidding did. me? He you came out me? fucking rotten by Agra hard. Like, I took some fucking line of hard from the 7-Eleven He came out dragging hard. Eugene to I will to tell you this closet. because I always... That's true, yeah. 
<laughs> but uh, like I said, I will tell you this because every time I make a point, I like make a notch and I keep track and score and stuff like that as we go through. And y'all's opening statement, I've given like the most points I've ever had, like period. Like more I even give myself on <laughs> nice. something. He's like notching the fucking hardwood floor in his yeah. bedroom. <laughs> One, two, three. Jesus, stop, guys. But we do have a winner. And it was really close. And I have to give it. The winner is Bagul. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> You're just mad because I threw you in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, well, okay, so you think like that, but everybody agree? I mean, there's three of you, so we I did. imagine uh, who. There's got to be a split you? decision. Was it a split yeah. decision or was it unanimous? Well, I, I, Alex was, was kind of it, leading it, it, it to Pennywise a little said, bit. It, he was like a little bit in, in Pennywise's favor, but um, ultimately the 27-year hibernation and the restriction to a specific place really kind of did him in. That's not true. He's not restricted to dairy. He chooses to stay in dairy. That's no, true. no, he he's bound. To... He's no, bound. He's, he's bound, bound to dairy. Uh, it yes, doesn't matter what the lore yes, is. He, no, no, no. He, 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 no, the lore does for... matter. The lore does matter. It, it is bound to dairy because that is where it landed and dairy was built on top of it. That's why when it was kicked out of this reality, dairy began to fall apart. Because yeah. it it was what it was it was literally also like the town itself. So when it was finally kicked out, Derry fell into disrepair and began to actually like you know things began to fall apart there. And it, it, uh. literally, because it it can't go outside of that of that territory. Where did the Dark Tower series take place? Dark Tower series took place in, in Roland's land in Gilead. Or it might be Gilead. It, it depends upon the the. It the, depends the, on the what part of the country you're from. Yeah, but but technically, the Gilead is where uh, Roland I, is. The I, Roland Deschain's universe, the, but technically the Dark Tower universe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a separate universe. No, I get it. Yeah, yeah no, it hence, uh, hence not bound to dairy. Yeah, no. So uh, ultimately, the thing is, is the fact that you know they're they're both immortal, they're both eternal, all this other kind of stuff. But it ga- it came down to the fact that Bagul was able to he's able to manipulate things like light and shadow and also to give the ability of hallucinations and stuff like that. And though both of them both of them don't really need fear, we felt like with Pennywise, Pennywise can manifest your greatest fears, but it'll be something that Bagul can also do on top of that because he can make you hallucinate. Hold on. And but Bagul can, can make it take that a step further though because he Jesus can control that. Christ. Johnny. Mhm. Are, are you here? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm here. Oh, okay. Just making sure. Johnny, so you, you got Pennywise, right? He, he doesn't have... You're right. Absolutely. If you want to get deep into it, because I am absolutely a Pennywise fan, but he doesn't... He's not... The clown, bound. not the band. Actually, both. Both, yeah. <laughs> if you really want to get into it. He's not necessarily tied to Derry, correct? No, he is. In, in the, okay, so Stephen King's universe, it, it's a multiverse. And there are many universes. That, and I the way you kind talking, of imagine, they're, they're all stacked on top of each other. And like the, talking the, about Ghoul? And like the, oh, it's like the, and the Dark Tower is like, a, is like the pin that links them all together. Pennywise can, mater- can, can basically send an avatar of himself. He can, he can present himself in a reality. 
but he does that by coming in like kind of like a fucking meteor. Wherever he lands, he's bound to that place. That's he fair. He, yeah, so absolutely. that's it. So it can be in different places, in different realities. But if it when it lands in a reality, that's where it is, and that's where it's stuck. You, you so. already won. Boom. <laughs> Represent. I know my fucking you're, opponent. We got some Sun Tzu Art of War shit up in this motherfucker. The point being, because I was very split on this, I was the only one that was kind of back and forth, was Pennywise was absolutely tied to a couple of things, and that was fear, really. The Bagul could kind of show up wherever, while Pennywise had to kind of be where there was fear. He fed off of the fear. They both fed off of the children, which is fucking disgusting, but one kind of fed more off of fear than the other, and one was actually defeated by children. Now, if some kids had killed Bagul, it would have been a different story. No, I was just but saying when you awesome, get man. fucking hit in the face with some fucking abuterol... <laughs> it, was, it was a Knight's Tale Shannon Sossman that beat Bagul. Listen... This is battery acid, you slime. Sorry. <laughs> that shit would not I, I was, fucking I was work about on Bagu. That shit would not work on a Babylonian god. I'm sorry. I was about to say that, JL. But you came out swinging and fucking won, and you know it. So congratulations. Gozer is really big in Sumeria. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Really, uh, a worthy really solid. Yeah, really, battle. really solid Thank debate. You. Thank you. Yeah, that was. I retain. I retain my title. <laughs> Just like uh, whatever. <laughs> well, I want. I want to extend. It was number one. This was. This was fantastic. Like really excellent work, Johnny. You know, jumping in there and coming coming in hard. That Are you kidding me? And being better debater than me and Eugene <laughs> ever. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. No. Let's let's that, just that, let's just uh, be humble first, about it. That that opening statement, I was kind of like, holy fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, it was. It was. It, it, it took fuck, me by he's surprise. He's done this before. It took me by surprise a little bit. I was just. I I I I hope that my little drop in in my intro. You know, this most sinister of gods. I yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I got that. Yeah. Okay. But did anyway, you, know, I, from, you guys from when did. We did our first do what? debate. No, wait, hang on a second. Hang on a second. Johnny, what'd you say? You got you did get the Mick Thompson thing, right? Because that's, that's who yes. Google is. I fucking pointed at the screen. I fucking pointed at the screen when you said that shit. I was yeah. like, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Looking like a slipknot reject. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fucking hell. I saw yeah. it. I was like, oh, I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, this was excellent. And welcome, Johnny, to the debate arena. So now you are in the cycle. You can jump in there and, sna- and you know, we, uh, when uh, when uh, your turn comes up, you'll challenge a motherfucker and take him down. So I think, uh, I think that's even amount of numbers now, right? Let's see. If we could do, like, a bracket thing. Huh. We'll have to talk about it. Well, well, you know what, guys? From our first, our first debate, which was Michael and Jason. Which is Jason versus yeah. Michael, yeah. Uh, to now, I think I think we've progressed in a in a direction that would would probably warrant some pretty epic shit coming up from here on out. Well, the uh, the the last one, uh, Angela got really really creative with the sound effects. You know, the Willy's Wonderland versus. Uh, <laughs> I, I heard it. Uh, Did you hear it? Yeah. Was yeah, it good? It was really good. Is it fucking yeah, it's, good? It's fantastic. Yeah. Now imagine, yeah, now no, imagine the great. imagine the fun she's gonna have with this one. <laughs> oh no, it's so, gonna yeah. it's gonna go beyond. I think this is gonna be sweet. So, so I, th- uh, I think I think we we're in a good spot for this stuff, and I think we could carry it farther. And honestly, you guys, uh, off. I'm sorry, Angela. Cut off, Mike. Go listen to um, 
the last podcast on the left, they just did something like this uh, and see where we stand. We kind of beat them in this this aspect, honestly. Sweet. All so, right. That's, well, that's take, I will take my so, fucking belt. Bing, yeah, bing, it's made bing, out of cardboard. Bing, bing. It's made out of cardboard. You're just mad that I have a cardboard belt and you don't. Cardboard, it sucks. <laughs> Not bad for a first attempt there, Johnny boy. Mm-hmm. Pretty terrible for a first yeah, edition. We all know that you're going to be crying in your pillow later. Actually, Angela. actually, actually, how do we how do we say that? Oh, sorry, sorry. Good night, John boy. Uh, no, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Angela, make sure you console him. Tell him it's okay. He can sleep. It's going to be okay. Johnny won't be haunting his dreams tonight. Johnny, One made a, day. Johnny made a pegging joke that nobody fucking picked up on. So. That's right. Johnny made a pegging joke that nobody picked up on. I did. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes another glorious bloodbath. We truly hope you enjoyed it. If you agree or disagree with the results, feel free to let us know in the comments or by email at weekendhorror at gmail.com. Stay tuned for when we announce our next two combatants. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next month.